0: Welcome everybody. My name is Michelle Douthat. I'm a hypnotherapist and coach and the owner of Transformations by Michelle. I want to welcome you to the Plant-Based Secrets Summit, where top experts share their secrets on losing weight effortlessly. I am hosting this summit today to promote healthy, sustainable weight loss. I have lost over 100 pounds doing exactly what you're going to hear these speakers talk about and i'm still losing weight so let's get started now i want to welcome jonathan royal to the show good morning jonathan now before we get started with our question can you tell me a bit about yourself
1: yeah indeed um as long a very long story about well, 44 years of a story cut as short as possible i was born 44 years ago on a traveling circus, believe it or not. Um, My dad was a circus clown and my mom a sharpshooting, whip-cracking, rope-spinning cowgirl. And at the age of three and a bit, I made my performance debut as Flap the Clown. And at first sight or hearing of that, you kind of think, well, how the heck do you get from being a circus clown with a red nose on and doing silly things in a circus ring? to years later, um, being a hypnotherapist, stage hypnotist, hypnosis trainer, and all things to do with the power of the mind, it seems completely unconnected. And yet, in truth, it's because of that path that I ended up involved in hypnotherapy, because as I grew up, we travel around from place to place with the circus, and I'd have to go to different schools and stuff, and I was the odd one out because my dad was a clown, I was with the circus, I'd be in the local newspapers, on the local television and the
2: radio and stuff. So I became a target. I was weird, perceptively in the eyes of the other kids. So I got
1: bullied a lot. And I grew to resent that and blame my dad for it on the basis that in my head, logically, it was his fault because he was a clown and because he was on the circus, because of that, in turn, me ending up performing it meant that it was his fault that I got bullied. So as I got slightly older, um, my hobby at that time, by the time I was sort of six and seven years old, was magic, conjuring, um, card tricks, rope tricks. I don't mean, you know, not not devil-worshipping magic. I mean, magic as in like your David Copperfield or your Paul Daniels type thing. And I thought, hang on, I can rebel it. I can stop myself getting bullied, but I stopped clowning. So I started doing magic tricks and stuff to perform because I liked an audience's applause. Because by then I got addicted to that feeling of adulation and stuff. Um, and I thought that then, because I wasn't wearing the red nose, I wouldn't get bullied anymore. Unfortunately, I very quickly found that kids can be really cruel. And it wasn't so much the red nose, it was the fact that it was appearing in the local newspapers and on the local radio stations and stuff that caused me to get attacked, as it were. So I did end up getting very depressed. And as I explained on my website, there's an interview there about um, an initiative I helped with in England called Men's Suicide Prevention with Hypnosis.
2: Um, before I went to high school I did one night lie down in the middle of a road
1: a busy main road in Haywood where I lived and it was my intention, make no bones about it, I figured this would be a solution
2: to get away from the, the bullying and the pain and after what seemed like
1: Forever, I got fed up and bored lying there in this normally mega busy road. In truth, it may have only been a minute or two, but to me, it seemed like forever. So in the end, I stood up and made my way back to the pavement. And just as I put my foot on the pavement, this big truck went whoosh, past, And I thought, um, I'm not saying it was like some kind of divine sign, but it clearly wasn't meant to be that day. Now the relevance to weight loss. I've never personally, I've never really had <coughs> an issue with losing weight because I never really put too much weight on. However, that's not to say I've not had issues with weight. Okay, because when I was younger, I was in. As you'll see if people go on my website, magicalguru.com, and click on the resume. You'll see pictures of me when I was in my
2: teenage years, and I was anorexically thin. I didn't have anorexia, um, but I looked gaunt. I looked incredibly, it it,
1: it was bizarre, Um, especially as I did eat a lot. I I must've had a really mad metabolism. Now the relevance of that, the reason I'm saying that is because in some cases there can be a small or large, if there's a genetic disorder, there can sometimes be a genetic reason for why people find it hard to lose weight or to maintain their weight. But that's in the minority. And it's generally not the ultimate cause. It's generally a contributory thing. So it doesn't mean it makes it impossible to lose weight. It just means you might not be able to lose as much as you want as rapidly as you want without perhaps getting some sort of conventional medical intervention because we're not legally allowed to diagnose or prescribe. However, the truth of the matter is, in a nutshell, I'll get ready for this. I deal with a lot of people to help them uh, lose weight because, oh, yeah, just to finish off where I was. My path took me to this point where I, 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 I've been saved. I got fed up, I got up off the road, I was still alive. And the, the next time I went to the library, a kind of another signpost occurred that on the shelf where the magic books were, which was my hobby, magic tricks, just to the right of them, and they still are to this day filed in that manner. Was the personal self help and psychology books. And that's where I first saw books on hypnotherapy. And I took them out thinking that these could help me. And they did, because I learned in there a thing called Emile QA's Law of Reversed Effort, or is it now NLP, they call it what resists persist. The idea that if you say to somebody, try to do something, the word try in a Yoda fashion uh, from Star Wars. Puts a suggestion into their mind and means that they're less likely to be able to do it. That's why Yoda says, do or do not. There is no try. And if you try to do something, you're giving yourself a negative suggestion. That's why people should never try to lose weight. Because the moment you say you're going to try to lose weight, you're giving yourself a massively negative uh, suggestion on all levels that you're not going to be ultimately successful. What you should do is say things in terms um, that they're happening or they've already happened. So, you know, I'm going to reach my target weight of whatever is realistic by such a date. You need to put deadlines. Deadlines that are realistic, obviously. You can't go, I'm going to lose, uh, you know, 200 pounds in the next 24 hours. That, that's just ridiculous. There's got to be a common sense element to this because you've also got to Think about your own health and well-being as well, you know. But we'll come to that a little bit more in a minute. But
2: ultimately, the only way to lose weight is to eat less calories, but less calories
1: into your body than you, than you were burning off. It doesn't really get any more complicated than that. But there are other things you can do to help encourage things, of course. Otherwise, this would be an incredibly quick, uh, call. But, but it is very true because one of the most successful self-help programs in the past sort of 20 years was brought out by a colleague of mine, Paul McKenna, called I Can Make You Think. And the feedback he's had off that has been massively successful. But here's the thing, there's a reason for that. That's because there's elements of that that are proven to work. And we'll come to them in a minute. But those elements, the ones that really do work, they got the massive feedback. not Paul McKenna's ideas. They were first published in 1982, before Paul was ever a hypnotist, in a book called Diets Don't Work by Bob Squartz. And the exact same techniques that Paul McKenna outlines in I Can Make You Think, in exactly the same order, practically written word for word, are stolen. Sorry, Uh, In NLP they use the term modelled, but it means stolen basically, copied, call it what you will, from Bob Squart's book of 1982, and I take full legal responsibility for saying that, so if you want to sue me, Paul, please do, but I'll just pull out a copy of Bob Squart's book from 1982, and the judge will see how it is, the same stuff, in the same order, in practically the same words. Now there's a good reason why you want to model it, it's because it works, and those techniques, quite simply, are this. We'll get to hypnosis in a minute, but these you can do straight away. Firstly, eat whatever you want, whenever you want. Diets don't work. That's why the first three words are die. Um, they don't work because it's depriving yourself of stuff. Why would anyone want to deprive themselves of things they enjoy? Of course, you're going to end up relapsing. What is far more maintainable is to find a um, to eat the things you want. When you want to be able to condition yourself to eat them in quantities and a manner whereby you will firstly, when you need to, lose weight, because you will be putting in less calories than you're burning off. Mm-hmm. And then in the long term, you'll be able to maintain your perfect weight. And it's not as difficult as it sounds. The trouble is, everyday life's got in the way and it's, and, and it's deprogrammed your natural ability to. It's a thing called satiety It's a word called sati, which means when you feel full and people, they get conditioned when they're young. Oh, clear the plate. You've got to eat that or you can't leave the table or there's people dying in third world, third world countries. My comment to that is, yeah, but you know what? If you send them this food, it'll be rotted by the time it gets there. So don't try and guilt me, but people get guilt and shame on them as they're growing up. The first thing you've got to do is let go of that guilt and shame. Release or self guilt blame shame and regret if it's fine to leave food on the plate and you know the more often you end up leaving food on the plate the more you'll start to condition yourself to cook less in the first place or to put less on the plate in the first place but initially that's something you've got to work towards but initially when you feel hungry these are the keys that were in bob squart's book from 1982 the paul mckenna modeled and which i use with clients practically every day in the week Number one, when you feel hungry, before you go and grab that food that you want to eat, have a small sort of like orange juice sized glass of water. And give it a couple of minutes once you've drunk that water to see if you still feel what your brain instantly told you was you feeling hungry. Mm. Because people get very confused between being dehydrated and feeling hungry. That's something you need to get used to again. There is a similar feeling. I'm not on about when your tummy's rumbling and you're going, oh right. Obviously, then you know you're hungry. But sometimes you go, oh, I feel peckish, and actually, no, it's your body saying you need something. But actually, just having a glass of water will take that feeling away, and then you don't need anything. But if two minutes later you're still hungry have whatever you fancy but when you eat it take a mouthful and chew it at least 15
2: times and i don't mean like super speed chew it casually 15 times it doesn't sound a lot but i'll tell you what you'll get bored by about time eight or nine
1: because it's not what you normally do and you start to then eat consciously because you're having to count the 15 chews, which means you become more consciously aware of the fact you're eating. So you'll also become more consciously aware of the flavors, the tastes, and the textures of the food, which is great, because it's something that you enjoy, that's why you had it. However, you may just find, and trust me, you will, my clients find this, Uh, some of the things you think you really love, when you become consciously aware of eating them, you'll start to see you don't like them as much as you thought. You just, like, when you're eating them fast, you're just having the memory of a time you thought it was good. So some of the things you'll actually go, actually, I don't want those things anymore in the future. And there'll be other things you thought you didn't like that much that you end up finding, actually, I like this way more than I thought. But more importantly than both of them is the fact that by chewing your food at 15 times and put down your knife and fork, if you've got a knife and fork while you're doing this, Make sure there's no television on so you are in the moment of eating. Eating should be an important thing. So don't be distracted by looking at your phone, social media and stuff, because then you're not eating consciously. You need to start eating consciously, okay? Because then that will also start to reprogram your personal net computer, your unconscious, subconscious mind, into being more aware of whether you truly are still hungry or not, because... It gives you body time while you're chewing that 15 times to go, yep, yeah, I need that. And then if you still genuinely feel a bit hungry, you can have another mouthful. But by doing the 15 chews, you've got enough time for that feeling of satiety, the medical term, but that feeling of being satisfied. And that's all you should be aiming for, feeling satisfied, not busted, not um, overly bloated, satisfied. And the moment you feel satisfied, stop. Don't feel guilty if there's food left that's going to get wasted. Because what's more important is your health and well-being, both physically, mentally, and emotionally. And they all tie in together, because if you lose the weight you want to lose right now and maintain that, you're going to feel psychologically and emotionally and spiritually and on every level happier. So it's going to have so many positive knock-on effects for you that really are you going to be that bothered about wasting the odd bit of food. Especially when you can learn from it make less in future as you become more aware of how much your body personally needs and so you know you can eat what you want whenever you want Mm. so long as you chew it 15 times put down your knives and fork so that when you then swallowed it if you still feel that you need some more you're not yet satisfied then you've got to pick up the knife and fork again and get a bit more or you've got to pick up the bag of crisps again if it was crisps say or chips as i believe they call them in america um you take out some but some in your mouth put the bag down so that you're consciously eating because then you will become consciously more aware of when you feel satisfied so you'll then be able to go you know what i'll stop now and it might be an hour it might be two hours it might be five hours until you actually feel hungry don't Feel that you have to eat just because the rest of the family is or just because the rest of your work colleagues are. This is about you. It's time for you to be positively selfish, okay? You've got to look after yourself, number one. And just because everyone else is eating, all right, you may break this rule every now and again. We can all have cheat days. Um, You know, if you've arranged to go out for somebody's birthday celebration, it might look a bit odd if you didn't eat with them. That could be your one ch- cheat day of that week, and it, that's another tip. It's good to have a cheat day where you do binge and eat really crap food, uh, food that you know is probably fattier and sugier, sugarier, and all the things that you logically know you shouldn't have. Um, because then your body suddenly goes, "What's going on? This person's actually spent the past six days eating sensibly." chewing the food 15 times, putting down the knife and fork, stopping when they get that feeling of satiety. Uh, and now they're suddenly throwing caution to the wind, and it kicks out your metabolism again. That could have got lazy over the past six days. So a lot of uh, successful eating programs these days, even that don't involve hypnosis, will mention having a cheat day. Um, things like the uh, paleo, paleo diet it's the 80 20 you know you eat uh, 80 um 80 percent of the time you eat really good stuff 20 percent But with this it's slightly better because what i'm saying is that six days of the week you can eat whatever you want still even if it's technically what most people perceive as not good for you just so long as you eat it consciously with the chewing 15 times putting down the cutlery so that you end up stopping the moment you feel satisfied. And also, of course, just as long as you do key number two, we mentioned right at the beginning. Do some more exercise than you're currently doing because you need to burn off more calories than you're putting in, in order to lose weight, if that's your aim at the minute. If your aim is just to maintain your weight because you're at the perfect ideal weight, then obviously it's a case of just What we've said. But for most people, generally speaking, it is that starting off bit of losing weight. And one final thing that gets in the way of that for a lot of people is their own mind starts to play tricks on them. They get that little voice in the head that goes,
2: You can't do this. Or
1: the voice that detracts going, Are you sure that's the voice, you know, the feeling in your body telling you you've had enough? Mm -hmm. And so they start to doubt themselves. And also that gets compounded by people around them because as they start to lose weight, people go, wow, you're looking really good. Um, Are you on a diet? And the person in the past who's been on a diet probably goes, yeah, I'm on such and such a diet. And the person will end up saying, well, why haven't you done? Quite often what will happen is people will say to them, why haven't you done this before if it's working so well for you? And that makes the person who's just lost the weight feel negative because... It's like they're almost getting criticised for why didn't you do it sooner if it was so easy. And those things start to cause the negative chatter in the brain and cause the person to relapse uh, and start breaking those good habits they started to form because then when they put the weight back on, they're back in their comfort zone even though they feel bad about it because people can't keep saying to them, why didn't you do it sooner? They kind of in the back of their head are going, look, that proves to you it wasn't that easy. Well, it is actually that easy. It's as easy as putting less calories into your body than you're burning off to lose weight, to maintain weight, put calories in that you need, maybe some more and burn off the rest so you maintain it. Chew 15 times, put the cutlery down. Uh, Stop the moment you feel satisfied. If you feel hungry, You can have whatever you want but before you do, have a glass of water, give it 90 seconds, two minutes, see if you suddenly feel better because quite often you'll find that you were just dehydrated. Do those things and you'll massively help but one final thing you really need to do is learn to love yourself before you even achieve your ideal weight because as human beings, it's all well and good losing that weight, getting to what you perceive to be your ideal weight. But the chances are, if you haven't learned to love yourself in the first place, what you see in the mirror might to everyone else look amazing. And it will be when you get on the scales your perfect way, but you won't see the perfect you that you were hoping to see because you haven't dealt with the negative programs inside your personal laptop computer that have been there as viruses in the past. So that's where hypnosis comes in. It can act like antivirus software for the brain for your unconscious subconscious mind and in that regard I've already prepared a virtual online 90 minute long interactive video treatment session to help people reprogram their personal net- top computer to delete the negative programs and replace them with positive ones but more than anything to help them to learn to love themselves and help them to feel loved, wanted, needed, appreciated, cared for, cherished and valued. All those sound like similar words, but if you get a thesaurus or a dictionary and check them out, loved, wanted, needed, appreciated, cared for, cherished and valued, they all mean very different things. Some apply to self-confidence, some to self-esteem, some to self-image, some to self-love. And if there's an imbalance in any of them, it will have a knock-on effect on a person's either their self-confidence or the self-image or their self-esteem or their sense of self-worth. And if there's any imbalance there, that will have a knock-on effect on their self-respect and their feeling of self,
2: um, self-love. Okay? So my message is this. As well as... Uh, eating less calories ultimately or
1: burning off more than you're putting in, putting down the knife and fork, chewing 15 times, eating what you want when you want so you're not depriving yourself. So it's not a chore. You can eat the things you enjoy. um, But just learn to train your body to stop when you feel satisfied through the techniques we've already spoken about and checking with the water first in case it's that, um, Do a bit more exercise as well, but you need to reprogram that personal laptop computer. And on my website, magicalguru.com, which is M-A-G-I-C-A-L-G-U-R-U.com. On the therapy page, it just says therapy. There's a tab to click. Third video down is this virtual treatment session, completely free of charge. And it is structured so that in the comfort and safety of your own home, you can use this to install what I would think of as like antivirus software for your mind to delete the negative programs that made you feel bad about yourself that have made you in the past perhaps comforting to feel better when you were depressed stressed worried or anxious to enable you to deal with stress anxiety depression worry uh, and all the negative things in life um, in a far more calm relaxed and positive manner so that you feel better within yourself rather than feeling you need to Fill a hole within with food, as some people sometimes use the metaphor of. So all of those things have to be attended to, as well as you being able to feel as low you feel, loved, wanted, needed, appreciated, cared for, cherished and valued. You being able to look in the mirror as you start this journey, and each day and each week, as you do lose more weight towards your wonderful target weight with ease, doing these techniques, Actually, being able to feel a sense of pride and satisfaction each and every time
2: you look in that mirror. Even though you haven't got there yet and you're not the perfect you yet, you can take a sense of pride and help it increase your
1: self worth and your self esteem because you are achieving good each and every time you leave some food on the plate. Each and every time you recognize that feeling in your body saying, you know what? I've had enough for now. Each and every time you perhaps listen to or go through the interactive video session on magicalguru.com therapy page and reprogram that antivirus so it's softer and up, um, you know, it's updated like your online software you can feel more relaxed and and that's the key it's about you as a human being there was a plastic surgeon called Maxwell Maltz and he had these most beautiful people coming to him and and he couldn't understand why they wanted to have plastic surgery so he started studying psychology and he realized the key was that people need to love themselves inwardly first and that that is why lots of people have plastic surgery and afterwards they still feel bad. They still get depressed, depressed, anxious. Uh, they still end up, they end up having other addictions It's because they didn't deal with the negative programs going on in the personal laptop computer. So Maxwell Maltz first insisted they went through um, positive visualizations, he called it, but effectively it's hypnosis. An eyes closed relaxation state and visualization to help them feel a sense of self-worth and self-love and self-respect, so they felt worthwhile.
2: And he found that every single person who went that through that with him canceled their plastic surgery. They no longer needed to spend thousands to disfigure themselves or change themselves because once they felt in here, in here, perfect then what they would
1: see looking in a mirror would just be a reflection of perfection because they know it's them there's no such thing as perfect in this world it's a construct um never let somebody tell you you've got to be there's all this nonsense about body mass index and you've got to be a certain perfect weight. Well, let me tell you something quite controversially you don't have to be unless you want to be Yes, it's true to say that some people out there who are so obesely overweight, morbidly obese, that they are putting their own health at risk.
2: And if that's something that they choose they want to do, then fair enough. And I believe there are actually a few people out there that genuinely couldn't
1: give a flying leap. I'll send to the word I would have put in there. But for the majority
2: of people, deep down, if they're honest, they're not happy. So they wanna lose that weight, and the key to that, I've
1: seen people use diet after diet, lose a bit of weight, and then
2: pile it back on them more. Yo-yo dieting is the it. And nothing's ever worked for them until,
1: not even, not even the Bob Squawks method that we talked about earlier, the Paul McKenna method, If you prefer to call it that, Bob Squartz published it first. Um, Even
2: that didn't work as well as it should have done for them. Until they did something about the programmes in a
1: personal laptop computer. Once they felt worthy, once they felt loved, once they felt they deserved to be able to make those changes in their life, then it was like a miracle, the way it just piled off. I do genuinely believe that psychologically, we can emotionally get trapped in a zone where, where for a feeling of safety, it can almost be like a physical comfort blanket of fat. Um, this happens a lot with rape victims, um, sexual abuse victims. And when they go through therapy, uh, and we have what they call the catharsis moment, um, sometimes referred as abreaction, but abreaction implies it's something negative. It isn't in this context. It's a release of all that pent up emotion. And quite often self-blame, shame, guilt, and regret that the person built up. And they shouldn't have done because it wasn't their fault, but they end up blaming themselves quite often. People in these situations. And once they can release all that self-blame, shame, guilt, and regret, or as some people call it emotional baggage
2: like a huge weight's lifted off their shoulders and suddenly it's like a door has been unlocked and the weight just drops off, which would tie in with the
1: findings of um, somebody I respect greatly, Dr. Bruce Lipton, who wrote a book called The Biology of Belief. And he's a, epi, a leader in the field of epigenetics. He is a proper scientist and you know person And he's discovered conclusive proof that our thoughts can affect our bodies. Well, we already knew that, but he's proven it can affect our bodies on a genetic cellular level. So if it can affect us on a genetic cellular level, heck, of
2: course the wrong state of mind can keep you fat. And the right state of mind can help you achieve the perfect you that you want. So, you know, all of these things together. Okay. Okay, can all that be accomplished
0: through hypnotherapy?
1: Of course it can. It doesn't need hypnotherapy, um, because as we know, the chewing 15 times, you've got to do that consciously, putting your knife and forks down, Getting the glass of water and checking whether it's dehydration before you go and eat. Stopping when you feel, you know, conditioning yourself to know that feeling of safety, knowing that it's time to stop. Leaving some food on the
2: plate. Other things like looking in the mirror and saying, you know what? I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. You are perfect.
1: This might sound a bit mental it's a bit like hopping up and up. I can never say it the Hawaiian uh, healing. Uh, but by doing it stood in front of a mirror, even if currently you don't like the look of yourself, which is why you want to lose weight.
2: If you start looking in the mirror and saying to yourself, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. Wow. You are sending such strong messages to your personal laptop computer you see in the
1: image of you? And you will actually find over a period of days and a couple of weeks, certainly within a 28-day period, because uh, habits are formed within 28 days of
2: lunar cycle, that you will actually start to feel good about looking at yourself in the mirror and start looking forward to it. Because those uh,
1: affirmations of that you are loved, wanting, needed, appreciated. as that becomes easier, the other things become easier. Now, the eyes closed relaxation process, you could call it, or hypnosis, call it what you will, that's free for you on magicalguru.com on the therapy page. There's a whole bunch of other stuff on the bit where it says free stuff. A whole bunch of stuff there if you want to do your own self-hypnosis recordings for weight loss, you can do. But it can be as simple as this. Once you've gone through that virtual online treatment session, use MLQs or MLQA, depending on how you choose to pronounce it, proven method of self-affirmations. And that is that in the morning, roughly about halfway through your normal day, and just before you go to sleep at night, you say to yourself three times the power of three, For the first time you start saying it consciously. The second time it's kind of distracting the critical faculty, analytical area of the brain, the kind of doorkeeper. And then the third time it really slips in and gets to your unconscious. Uh, you know, the personal network computer. So you say to yourself a positive affirmation, which in this context of wanting to achieve your perfect way, it could be something such as day by day in every way I'm getting better and better. That first bit is MLQ's classic suggestion. We'll follow it up
2: maybe with a line such as in each and every way. I positively Find myself reaching my perfect ideal weight
1: more rapidly each day. Worded, so it's all completely positive, but it allows it's not that specific that your conscious brain can go, Well, that's impossible. You're not saying you're going to lose it all by tomorrow morning. You're saying each day you're more positively moving forward. Play the recording back, listen to the wording, it's very key because then your brain fill in the blanks with. Yeah, you are getting better. So the way we are naturally programmed as human beings is when we see our computer banks, see evidence and confirmation of something we're doing that we're saying is happening, happening, it gives us more of it. And it kicks in our reticular activating system. This is why people might buy a new car and they've never seen one like it before. And then when they bought it, they start seeing them driving everywhere. because suddenly it's important to them. They're more focused on it. You get more of what you focus on. The trouble is most people who want to achieve their perfect ideal weight focus on, oh, I should avoid those negative foods or those sugary foods or those fatty foods. That's why I say eat what you want when you want because if you're focused on the negatives, you're going to get a negative result. If you're focused on the positive aim of, I'm going to achieve my perfect ideal weight and each day, I'm doing more and more positive things and those positive things involve training my body to know when I've had enough to eat and stopping at that point which we spoke about earlier. Once you get to the point that you have trained yourself to be able to stop when you feel satisfied, your body will tell you naturally when to stop. You'll have recognised it. You do that and the simple fact is you will be burning off more calories than you were putting in if your aim and focus is to lose weight or if it's just to maintain your weight it will be at a balance because it is natural that is how we're born to work but the unnatural things of everyday life such as having to work nine to five or odd hours whatever it may be um living you know having motor vehicles this natural body we have wasn't designed for the society we now live in. That's why we have the fight, flight and freeze response within us. That years ago was there for good reason. So that if, um, you know, a wild animal came to the near the caveman, the caveman had a choice to kill the wild animal. um, Run like the clappers. So that's fight or flight. Freeze would be, uh, what do I do? Do I run? Do I stay? And then it's too late. They're dead. And there was actually one other. Excuse the word, but the real full sentence is: fight, flight, freeze, or shite. Because the other option, uh, because it's animal instinct nature, is
2: that you either fought, ran away, froze, or pooped yourself. Because the body was geared that way.
1: Because that would make you lighter to then perhaps be able to fight better or run away better, whichever it may be, or hopefully. The wild animal had been so bought off by the stink of the poo or so interested by it that a lot of animals still do this in nature. And that's what it's about looking at nature. That's the other key thing. If you do things that are unnatural, so generally speaking, although I am saying eat what you want when you want, and if you do the things I've said, reprogram your laptop computer and get used to stopping when you feel satisfied, you will lose weight. There's no bother. But if you want to be healthier, which is another thing entirely, okay? Losing weight doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be healthier. Um, You are going to be healthier, but it doesn't mean you're going to be as healthy as you could possibly be if you've managed to get to a point where you're burning off more calories than you're putting in, but all the calories you're putting in are processed artificial foods. Processed artificial foods, by virtue of the fact that they're artificial and processed, Means they've had unnatural things done to them, which means you're going to get an unnatural result within your body that may cause diseases or illnesses down the line. If you want to be healthier as well as losing weight and as well as doing the things that I said up to this point, uh, and I'm not saying do it at the same time because too much, too many things to do at once is another reason why people give, give up. So lose the weight the way I've said, maintain the weight and then focus on your health more by way of looking at right. Now I'm at the weight I wanna be and I can maintain it. Let me see, I'll substitute that processed artificial microwave meal uh, that I would normally have cause I'm in a rush between my classes on a Saturday, my dance classes. What I'll do is instead I'll actually make the effort On Friday evening, to make myself something healthy with fresh ingredients, so I've got it in a box to take with me for the following day, and then implement those things afterwards. But it's about the key—the key to success, longevity of this—is to not be depriving yourself and to, um, you know, reward yourself along the way. Pat yourself on the back emotionally. Tell
2: yourself that you're doing well, you know? When you do those things, then yeah, it is all achievable. Wow, that, wow. Okay. Well, now I'm drinking, um,
1: I'm having a lager here, because it's the evening, I'm breaking the law, not law, but I'm breaking, well, the laws of healthiness maybe, it's in moderation. And it's in moderation, but I will say one thing. Soda Pops, callers. Uh, soda pops, especially, especially bad for you. Anything with things like aspartame. I always say that wrong. me and the uh, artificial sweeteners and stuff. Yeah. Really, really bad for you in terms of. Um, well, if 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 you knock, if you drink, if you find that you normally drink loads of soda, if you switch that to um, flavored
2: water, say. That alone will help you shed the pounds. But in conjunction with all the other stuff we've talked about, right. and that's aside from the fact of the health benefits it'll give you. Okay. If, is there
0: anything else you want to add quickly?
1: Yeah. yeah, one final thing, and that is every now and again, however much you get conditioned to somebody, there's always going to be an unexpected moment in life. Somebody might pass away, a loved one, um, or um, you might get made redundant. There's moments that put a in the wheel. Don't beat yourself up. You're a human being. You're a human being. It's completely normal to, now and again, if something emotional comes along, to go, ah-ah, and to suddenly find that you've missed that feeling of when you've had enough to eat and you've slipped
2: back into that safety mode. What isn't okay is to use it as an excuse for the next three, four, five weeks that leads into months. Okay. It's okay to, you know, give yourself 48 hour uh you
1: know, get your head together time, but then maybe go back to magicalguru.com or a similar resource, look at the interactive session and reset the computer and then start doing the things again. But then if you get a craving, use what we call a pattern interrupt in NLP. It's gonna sound ridiculous, but if you feel oh you know what I don't feel hungry, but I do feel like I fancy a chocolate bar. Now that goes against what I was saying. If you don't feel
2: hungry, don't eat. So if you take your two fingers, you tap, some people call it the psychic third eye, the bit just kind of
1: between your eyebrows, just above your nose, in the bottom of your forehead. Tap that three times, one, two, three. Then tap just below, I can't show you because I'm too fat, but just below where your belly button is, it's what they call the base chakra tap there three times then tap the right shoulder three times the left shoulder three times you top lip three times then hum happy birthday mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you do that the chorus of it. and you do the whole thing again three times so one two three psychic third eye one two three just below the belly button one two three right shoulder one two three left shoulder one two three top lip mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you do
1: that a third time and at the end of it, just take a nice deep breath in through your nose. And then, so, rather than just breathing it out, kind of sigh it out like a sense of relief, like, and notice how much better you feel in that moment, but also notice that any craving or desire you had prior to doing that has gone completely and doesn't bother you anymore. Um, and you'll have no desire then for that item because you've just, that thought, that, that little seed that was there, you've interrupted it, and you've replaced okay. it with something else. That's all it takes sometimes, something as simple as that. That's
0: amazing. Okay. And um, I understand you have a free gift. Can you tell us what about that?
1: Yeah, tons of free gifts. Uh, firstly, obviously, there's the 90-minute-long interactive online virtual video treatment session. Uh, years ago, I did sell that, but now it's completely free. You don't even need to enter an email address or anything. You just go to my website, magicalguru.com, click on the hypnotherapy page, and it's the third video down on the page. There's some okay. other educational videos on there as well, but the third one down is one we've been talking about. No email address required. You can just watch it there and then. Also on that website, magicalguru.com, there's a button that says free stuff, and there are my three best-selling books that will teach yourself hypnosis and hypnotherapy. The PDF versions are there for you to download for free. If you want physical books after you've read the PDFs, then I'm sorry, you'll have to go on Amazon and pay for them. But in PDF format, they're yours for free. And also on that same page, there is an entire one-day training event I did called The Royal Event, where I used to sell the videos. in fact, some of our websites still do for $150. But you can get them free of charge there. um, And it goes into how the mind truly works, how to feel happier in life, how to help yourself with weight issues, but also how to help yourself with all the other habits, addictions, fears, phobias, and issues in life that you may encounter from A through to Z. Again, completely at no charge. Oh. There's no upsell there either. It sounds like, you know, people give stuff away normally and then it's like, we've got to buy some out. No, it tells you everything in this thing. Um, yeah, I know that sounds a bit mental, but I don't need the money. So. Wow! That, okay, that's amazing. Okay, I. Uh, that the reason I'm known in England as the British bad boy of hypnosis, and a hell of a lot of people who are conventionally trained in hypnotherapy here in England absolutely hate me and slag me off on the internet. It's because um, I give all this stuff away for free. So that does have a, a financial impact on their livelihoods. They don't like me for that reason. I don't care and neither should you because it can help you improve your life for the
0: better. No, I'm going to go out and look at it myself. Okay. Thank you very much, Jonathan, for being on the bottom. Thank you. I am so, wow. You've just enlightened us with many things. Um, Remember everybody, we have many more speakers to come and we'll have the link to his
2: website down below and please tune in tomorrow and bye for now.